Roll it. Hello, world. Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast, the official podcast of Church Mag, your place for church and technology. It's time to level up. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Church Mag Podcast. Eric Dye here along with Blessing Mbofu, Jeremy... Where's Jeremy? Well, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out about Jeremy later. Uh, Blessing has been traveling around the world. He recently went to a conference in was it the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, yeah. So that was the leadership conference uh, put on by um, um, the Holy Trinity Brompton and Alpha Peeps in London which was exciting. Yes, and you got to hear and see all kinds of of people. I mean, not to make this a name-dropping kind of thing, but it does give an idea of some of the people that uh, you got to hear from during during that conference. Yeah, there were quite a, yes. Um, in terms of the main platform speakers, I mean, like Craig Rochelle, uh, Mike Todd. Um, One of my favorites, Kerry New. New New Newhoff, that's how you pronounce it, right? Yeah, I yeah, only so, read it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. So Carrie, Carrie was was there. Um, uh, you had mentioned before the podcast about some of the emergent technologies and the church. So explain a little bit about what some of those emergent technologies are, and uh, and then maybe talk. We can talk a little bit about you know what the church, you know what was discussed as far as the church being ready for it or using it or you know. Uh, whatever context was surrounding emerging mm-hmm. technologies. Um, I think I'd pick up on uh, a couple of, well, not a couple, but I'll pick up on some things that uh, Craig Rochelle actually said, which uh, Craig Rochelle Life Church. Um, and, uh, and he was, he was just sharing some ideas or thoughts around dealing with uh, challenges. But while he was talking about that, one of the rabbit holes he kind of went into um, briefly, uh, and at different times also made reference to, uh, was how they had to think about, um, you know, doing church differently. And, um, and this is something that he and his team, like, uh, Bobby, uh, Grunewald in terms of, uh, you know, the, the guy who's pro- probably known quite a lot, uh, for version, the Bible app, uh, which is on, on a lot of phones. The idea of, um, you know, people are online. Now, this discussion has kind of happened, I think has been going on for a while, um, but I think it's kind of beginning to get to a boil. Uh, so, for example, we've got people living, so we don't make a distinction between uh, real life and digital and what does that mean in terms of the way that we actually do church? Um, and, you know, are we seeing, and there's the debate between if, if church is online, is it a church? You know, would you consider someone, you know, being in a part of faith community if, if they only went to church online? And then you have kind of people in the middle who say, you, you know, you need a bit of both. And then you've got um, other people saying, you know, you can, it's only church if you can be there in real life. Um, and so the question really is more about the church being able to understand, not question, but it's really more about the church being able to understand how technology is impacting the way we live. And, uh, you know, so 
so how do we respond to that as a church um and and how we're thinking about that so for example as we plant churches are we factoring in digital and how we can leverage uh you know the digital platforms um could be um uh, uh so for so think think about that for example um, what kind of gear, if you had to be getting in gear at the moment, would you need to, what does it mean for your investments? Um, would you spend uh, um, more time in investing, for example, in the quality of, I mean, not, not time, but money, uh, investing in the quality uh, of the video gear that you get because streaming is, um, you know, is becoming a thing than you would uh investing in a large car park because less people are showing up physically for church and or less people are driving to church. They rather get dropped off. So instead of a bigger car parking space, you'd actually would need a better drop off area, for example. Um, so all this, um, I don't know if I'm kind of going off, but those are like some of the things. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. It makes sense because, I mean, you, you bring up the car in situation like that is technology impacting our lives, right? Having to drive to church is technology impacting your life, your culture, impacting the church. That's what all that is. Um, and so technology, much the same way works the same except we're talking about something that feels new to us cars don't feel new to us right suburban neighborhoods do not feel new to us um but in in relatively speaking in the course of human history it is very new right um and 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 that's what we're looking at with technology and really it's not even an issue of how is the church using emerging technology to me as much as it is does the church understand emerging technology because i really feel like these kind of emerging technologies is really just the new place where people are and it's about understanding where people are um you know recently shared on church mag um at some point either in a snack pack or something maybe we wrote an article ended up writing an article on it but it was a virtual reality baptism um, there's there's a pastor there's there's quite there's quite a few VR pastors and they have VR church and it sounds odd like what do you mean you have a baptism in VR that's that's ridiculous that's a ridiculous thing you know get out of VR get in the real world I, mean, I could just hear the nonsensical knee jerk reaction of far too many Christians when in actuality this person being baptized is somebody that's actually homebound they can't leave their home and then when you hear some of the other people that go to these vr churches that actually went to a physical church and were essentially turned away um it it just you know it's it is different it is it is quote unquote what we're used to and the norm but what really struck me blessing is how the church despite the church finds life like no matter what your reaction to the fact that there's vr church going on no matter your reaction like that's the church and it's going to happen despite any circumstances in the world this church is still going to find a it, where it takes root it takes root whether you like it or not 
right? <laughs> it's just like, you know, because we don't, we think, oh, well, we're the church. We'll de- we, we will decide, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. No, that's not how it works. And so I feel like, you know, some of these more palatable uh, concepts of technology might be palatable. I'm talking about like Facebook, social media, streaming, these things that seem um, more acceptable, easier to digest. We're a little bit warmed up to them. We're more familiar. We're more okay. We're more acclimated to them. Um, you know, how does the church use those? Put You know, um, sometimes I wonder, blessing, how much we over overcomplicate it. But um, I, I'd be curious to hear more of, of kind of one some of the thoughts that you saw thrown around at this conference regarding the, these um, emerging technologies. I think I think the bigger uh, the bigger thing was actually not not necessarily about the technologies themselves, uh, the technology itself. Right, which I would which I'm glad to hear. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm glad to hear because to me it is it is the concept and the theories around it that should that should be the same no matter what. And the technologies come and go, but the fundamentals remain the same. So that that excites me that it was about the fundamentals and not the technology. Yeah. I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, exactly, and and that's the thing. I think we we often get stuck in well, you know, what is wrong with this technology, or you know, how could it impact. But, but but I think what I really loved um, is that um, the big thing, uh, you know, that uh, it, it was it was really more about how we actually thinking about how we thinking as a church, um, how can we be effective as a church? So so um, so the the for instance the. The Alpha Stream, which I think we've mentioned, uh, for example, you know the the Alpha Experience, which is about invite creating a safe space for people to explore the Christian faith. I think we've spoken about that um, at some point. Um, spoke about how we can be welcoming, um, but then the tech on the on the tech side is, but how does that find expression regardless of what exists? Um, which which is an example and and the other issue was how are we thinking about how about church um more than more than the technology i don't know so so basically most of the time was spent around challenging leaders to be able to think beyond what we've come to embrace and accept as a norm um i remember facebook being of the devil not so long ago um <laughs> um and now you've got now you've got those same people who say Facebook was like you know was like you know bad stuff that Christians shouldn't be on um are now trying to figure out um how to use facebook um but what's on you know beyond that uh, I think what's our attitude towards the things that we see come around us um because if we can if we can settle that, then the debate becomes less about uh, is technology right or wrong. You know, it becomes more about how do we use it. It's so true because I feel like some of the people that were very for Facebook early on, at some point saw what it was becoming and then began to heed warning. And I know that can be very confusing. You hear you hear people at the beginning say it's bad. And the people at the ending, or once it's more widely adopted, may start saying it's bad. It seems like there's always somebody saying there's something wrong with it, right? Um, and then there's always a group of people that are saying, go for it. Um, and unfortunately, all that noise really drowns out the people that are really just 
are just promoting fundamentals like it's not really good or bad you need to follow these these things and if you're not following these things then it might be bad or it might be good (laughs) yeah 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 um yeah so so mike todd for example he i mean he's got like quite a huge following on um on on youtube and he just spoke about how how they uh they just recorded something they how when he was when when he was talking to his church about investing um in in video you know some a lot of people didn't understand um in fact for some people it it, it kind of made them rethink their church membership <laughs> and 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 he was basically saying well he feels that it's you know uh, inv- investing in video is something that is critical um, for them as a church, and he felt that's what they needed to do. And uh, I mean, fast forward, I mean, his videos are getting millions of views. Um, and so, so the whole idea, and 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 so one of the things which when I kind of when I'm reflecting is, I think Craig Rochelle spoke about the importance of spending time in the why. Um, and being able to say to the church, um, to those who, um, he leads, hey, this is why we are doing this. Um, I think one of the mistakes a lot of people tend to make um, is is think that um, one of the mistakes they tend to make is focus more on the what, which is the technology, than the why. Then the attention tends to go to the to the argument for for the what, um, then, Hey, this is why we're doing it. I think, I think, I think churches need to establish that, uh, the question, some of the questions to that we constantly need to be asking is, you know, would we, will we be making disciples? Um, you know, will people be ultimately when we, when we, uh, you know, grab whatever tool we decide to use, uh, will people come to faith? Will they develop a relationship with Jesus? And, you know, does this help them grow and mature? Um, and um, and kind of work through that paradigm instead of, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's not only important for us to establish and discuss these fundamentals, but um, it's, 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 it also helps in what we teach our children because the truth of the matter is is there's no way we can predict or understand or conjure up whatever technology the next generation will have to face and if we're passing along fundamentals it simply won't matter because they'll have those fundamentals and that's what i really began to look at when I thought about what did church mag look like in the future, because so much of tech is what's right now, what's standard, what's new, what's this, what's that. And it's fine and great to talk about those things. Those are important things to talk about. But I got to thinking like, you know, fundamentally, where, where does, where does something like church mag really make an impact? And it is talking about those fundamentals. Um, you know, um, 
uh, Phil's ebook, uh, The Social Christian. You know, it's not talking about best times to post and best ways to maximize Facebook's algorithms. The reason why people are drawn to that is because it's sexy and they want more people to come to their church. And um, that, that's a whole other uh, soapbox that I could get on. But I will refrain, blessing. Um, what was so good, great about Phil's approach at that is that it was fundamentals. Or John Byer, John Dyer's book, uh, from uh, from the garden to the from the tech to the from the garden from the garden to the, to the yes garden to city forget the yeah, name of the book yeah. from the garden to the city that's right from the garden to the city um i begin to think about his some of his fundamentals with the garden to the city and then i was able to remember the title um from the garden to the city you know he, he tackled the same thing he talked about uh technologies that we took for granted that we just always knew existed. They never, they don't seem new to us. And, you know, I talked about the fundamental approach towards those and how, you know, using that, that same approach to new technologies would, would be a win for us. And it's that ageless, um, fundamental approach that, that matters the most. Um, as much as we like a quick fix and a quick answer and a yes or a no, it's more complicated that than that. And we sell ourselves short when we try to take shortcuts. I know that seems like so obvious, but I see, unfortunately, so many churches and church leaders making, taking shortcuts instead of actually learning the fundamentals. So it's inspiring to hear that there was, you know, this conference and these are what a lot of the, uh, the, the church, um, I was going to say thought leaders. I hate saying thought leaders, but I guess in some ways that's what they are. Some some of these church leaders that that's what they're leading with. They're leading with these fundamentals, and that's 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 encouraging to hear. I think yeah. I, th- I think one of the things that I think is courage. It will take some some level of courage to be uh, to do some of these things. In that there's there's a lot of resource that needs to be spent. One, it's the it's the um, Credibility of the leadership. <laughs> uh, you know, leaders need to use their credibility to actually advocate for for moving the church forward, even in ways that the church hasn't even hasn't that church or some people in the church or their teams may not even have even imagined. Um, there's uh, um, a willingness for people to. It, it will cost individuals because it's been comfortable to do things a certain way. You know, I think about, you know, being on staff, on, on, on staff in church. And one of the things that comes to mind is that it's easy for you to get into a groove. You know, this is what you do and this is how things always are. There's this, but, but it takes, it takes a lot out of you to be intentional in being disrupted yourself um, um, before you can even adopt anything that is seen as disruptive. Then again, this whole word that's kind of a, I feel like it's almost getting overused now. Um, but, but you get what I mean. There's, there's sometimes it means, it means uh, changing areas of investment. It might mean that you, you, you that you invest more in a, um, that you invest more in a digital space than you would in a physical space, you know, it, it might mean that, um, it might mean, it might mean, uh, you thinking differently in a lot of ways. Um, you know, 
So, so it takes a it it and and it takes everybody playing a part, everybody being involved in some way. I think. Yeah. So, uh, any any final thoughts or takeaways surrounding surrounding this and concept and topic from the? Yeah, I think um, I think more than the technology. Um, it's it's attentiveness. It's like it's basically being attentive to God. I think that's that was like a very big takeaway. Um, you know, where is he leading? What's he saying about? about his church. Um, you know, if we really go went back to scripture, so for example, if we had to look for the marginalized and the overlooked, um, some of those are actually people sitting online in a pocket somewhere. <laughs> and how do you go there? You know? Um, and then the second thing is that more than the technology, we have to have to continue doubling down on the why um, you know, in the bigger picture as a church and even in the local faith communities, in the communities that we're in, in our local churches, um, why are we doing what we're doing? Um, and a lot of the time we also need to ask ourselves the uncomfortable question, is it the technology that I've got a problem with? Um, is there anything that it's actually violating in terms of the theology of the church and our mission and what our focus should be? Um, you know, cause often we'll discover that we have given into the fear of, of technology more than what we stand to gain from it, uh, or from leveraging it. Um, and take others along with you, I think, um, take others along with you. I think uh, a lot of the leaders that shared, uh, I've mentioned Mike Todd, for example, and Craig Rochelle that shared, um, you know, some of the boundaries they've had to push haven't done it alone. Um, they've uh, listened to people who, 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 look, who see differently uh, from where they're seeing um, and sort of they haven't ignored those voices but they have leaned into the people who've actually said I'm with you I'll build with you and let's do whatever it takes to reach the people we need to be reaching um, yeah I think if I had to summarize um, you know everything <laughs> this is the summary of everything this is the summary of everything <laughs> very good very good yeah. well thank you for sharing blessing send us an email subscribe and search for previous episodes of the church mag podcast by visiting church mag online you'll find a link on our main menu go to churchm.ag that's church mag and while you're visiting Church Mag, send us a message and be sure to subscribe to the Church Mag podcast so you can receive an early release of the new show every Friday. We don't do that for just anyone. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. 